Hi, we've got three stories from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn how to sniff out fake news with help from machine learning from MIT, how you can improve your to-do list with a don't-do list, and how to maximize your creativity with a simple change in your morning routine. Let's satisfy some curiosity on the award-winning Curiosity Daily. Researchers at MIT are using machine learning to sniff out fake news, and their findings might help you sniff out fake news. And this story is not fake news. Sure, that's just the thing a fake newser would say. Same team, Cody, same team. Oh, right, yeah, sorry. So this isn't the first time somebody has tried to figure out a way to get rid of fake news. Facebook specifically has tried both human-moderated news filters and AI-based ones, with questionable success in both cases. That's where MIT comes in. Their computer science and artificial intelligence lab worked with the Qatar Computing Research Institute to employ machine learning systems. Those can make surprisingly accurate predictions based on surprisingly little data. Broadly speaking, a machine learning system works by attempting to make a prediction, then adjusting its next prediction based on the accuracy of the previous one. The result is that after having run through this process several thousand or million times, the system comes up with a pretty accurate model for getting the right answer. But if they wanted to make sure the system was accurate, the researchers needed a reliable metric for calling out fake news. So they used MBFC, or Media Bias Fact Check. That's a resource that uses human fact checkers to track the biases of more than 2,500 media websites, ranging from major players like CNN and Fox News to low-traffic content farms. The researchers checked the machine's ideas against the MBFC findings, and they wrote about their findings in a new paper, although it hasn't been published in a peer-reviewed journal yet. At this point, it takes the machine learning algorithm about 150 articles from a particular source to make a judgment call on trustworthiness with about 65% accuracy. It can also figure out if a site is left-leaning, right-leaning, or moderate with 70% accuracy. And you can use their findings to spot fake news for yourself. The researchers found that the factors that revealed the most about a source's accuracy were its linguistic features, stuff like sentiment, complexity, and structure. For example, fake news sites used hyperbolic, subjective, and emotional language. And fake news sites also tended to have shorter Wikipedia pages, with more references to phrases like conspiracy theory or extreme. Even the URLs could be a giveaway. Special characters and complicated subdirectories were more common in unreliable sources. Even if you're already good at dodging fake news, the researchers are hoping to release an app that'll give you articles across the political spectrum for any given news story. Never hurts to get outside your political bubble once in a while. How good are you at sniffing out fake news? I think I'm very good at sniffing out fake news, although I think everyone thinks they're very good at sniffing out fake news. Ah, that's the trick, isn't it? That's the trick. It's like everyone thinks they're a good driver. I'm probably not a good driver, let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) If you're like me, your to-do list is probably about a mile long, but there's a productivity hack that might help you quickly cut it down. It might be time to make a don't-do list. I've actually been working on this, and I think I'm getting pretty good at it. The don't do? Yeah, deciding which things I'm going to do and which things I just am not going to do. Because what happens is that whenever I get excited about something, I want to do it, and I never pay attention to the rest of my schedule, and then I just get overloaded and stressed out, and then I hate it. Yeah, I should start doing this. Yeah. Well, this idea comes from Allison Rim, a management consultant and executive coach writing for the Harvard Business Review. She says that when you make a to-do list, you should make not one, not two, but three lists. The first list is for important stuff with no deadline, like buy more socks or schedule a vacation, Ashley. (laughs) 
The second list is for stuff to do now, like email a client or write the script for tomorrow's podcast episode. I'm working on it, Ashley. But that final list might be the most important one, and it's your don't-do list. But hold up. The name is kind of misleading. It's not for things you shouldn't do. Like you're not going to write down, don't waste time on Facebook. Instead, it's for things you're tempted to add to one of your other lists, but that you just don't have time for. This is where you list things you can delegate to someone else, or stuff that's not in line with your larger goals, or something that's just not as important as everything else on your list. The don't do list is kind of similar to the idea of swapping I can't for I don't, which we talked about on a previous episode. You won't say, I can't go out tonight because I'm working tomorrow. Instead, you'll say, I don't go out on weeknights. Now, there's another version of the don't do list where you list things you don't do while you're working. Stuff like, I don't listen to music with words, Ashley. Or, I don't work past 6 p.m. Or, I flip my phone upside down on my desk so I don't see notifications. That's me. Combine the practices that work best for you with a firm sense of your priorities, and you might be surprised at how much you can get done. Ashley. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Before we get to our last story, I want to give a special shout out to some of our patrons for supporting the show. Thank you, Dave Broshinsky, Montecito One, Dane Norris, Steve Guy, and Mary for contributing to our Patreon page. You are a vital part of helping us keep the show going. If you're listening and you want to support Curiosity Daily, then visit patreon.com slash curiosity.com, all spelled out. Even a couple bucks a month would be a huge help. That's less than a subscription to a fake news site. And our patrons get lots of exclusive stuff like bonus interviews. There's a free bonus interview for everyone, by the way, on our Patreon page right now that you can check out. Go visit us at patreon.com curiosity.com. Now that you know how to be more productive, how about a way to be more creative? Author Julia Cameron has a fix for focusing, and it's called Morning Pages. And we're not talking about the New York Times. Oh, no, we're not. These are not pages you read. These are pages you write. I like it. So the idea is deceptively simple. When you get out of bed in the morning, write three pages longhand, not typed. Write what, you might ask? Anything, everything. There's no wrong way to do it. Cameron wrote, quote, these daily morning meanderings are not meant to be art or even writing. Pages are meant to be simply the act of moving the hand across the page and writing down whatever comes to mind. Nothing is too petty, too silly, too stupid, or too weird to be included, unquote. The point is to get rid of all the petty, silly, stupid, weird thoughts that block your creative expression throughout the day by getting them down on paper. They're not even meant to be read. Just write them down and put them in an envelope. If you have to, you can go back and read the gibberish you wrote after a few months. But otherwise, keep them out of sight and don't show them to anyone. Morning pages might sound ridiculous, but there's solid science behind getting things down on paper and out of your brain. We've talked about how writing your to-do list before you go to sleep can reduce anxiety and help you fall asleep faster. And another study showed that writing about a stressful or traumatic event can help reduce anxiety in people who generally express their emotions. So get your pen and paper and start writing. It's so simple, it just might work. Read about today's stories and more on Curiosity.com. Join us again tomorrow for the award-winning Curiosity Daily and learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Ashley Hamer. And I'm Cody Goff. Stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network.